You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here, you will find real-life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, Serena Rose. Serena is a ceremonialist who believes our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Hello, Authentically Me Beauties. Thank you so much for returning once again to hear my voice and to listen to what it is that I'm here to share with you today. If you are a first-time listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'd love to hear from you and to hear how you came across my podcast. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Serena Rose Coach or at Authentically Me Radio. If you are a repeat listener, please take a moment, and by one moment, I mean about 15 moments, 15 seconds, and get on your Instagram, do a little story highlighting the show, and invite other people to take a listen. I appreciate you, I honor you, and I'm so honored today to share with you a soul sister of mine named Brie, and we actually met by circumstance, by divine circumstance, and it was divine timing, I would say, as well, and I will speak for myself, I just felt like, oh, okay, we're connected, we're sisters on this journey, that's cool, and I've never felt any awkward energy or anything like that every time I've seen or spoken with you and for those of you who've been following me and my journey of this life um, having authentic connections with females is something that I have been challenged by up until this point and so it really means a lot to me to open up this space to share my journey, Bree's journey, and our journey as sisters and hopefully inspire you. So with all of that being said, Bree, will you share with my listeners who you are and a little bit more about how we connected? Yes, absolutely. Well, hello to everyone and all of your listeners, and um, I'm super honored to be on here. Um, so I, let's, uh, let's start back three years ago, four years ago, maybe. Um, I think it was four years when we met. It was four yeah, years. actually, I think I, I just recently told Jock this story. Um, I had, uh, started a makeup business, my makeup business as a makeup artist. Um, I was originally working for the government and I, didn't want to do anything with that. I wanted to follow my passion with art and I wanted to do makeup and help people. And um, it's when I started my spiritual journey as well. Um, so when we connected, it was like I had connected with somebody, uh, my piece, a piece of my soul. I knew um, 
I knew you and I were going to connect in different um, different timelines of our journey. Um, you know, at some form or fashion, we were you know connecting at some point. So, um, meeting you was a breath of fresh air. I will say that because you had such a a uplifted spirit that had. Um, there's no words for it really. Um, you just, you had a very, uh, calm aura about you mm -hmm. and, um, meeting you on the set when we were doing makeup and hair on semantics video. Um, uh, that was probably one of the most incredible experiences I still will remember to this day, because that alone with that energy and the people that we were around and the experience itself was just, it was fun. It was something that, um, uh, it's something that we can take with us and, and remember too. So, um, meeting you, uh, four years ago, now talking to you through this journey is, is super exciting. So, but a little bit about me, um, my, my journey, uh, as, uh, spiritually right now has been, uh, it's been, you know how like your journey is like a spiral, right? Like you're always changing and growing and doing things and, and experiencing a lot. And I feel like I reconnected with you again because, um, going through my spiritual journey, um, sometimes you get stuck, right? And you know who to reach out to and who finds that soul and say, I need, I need that soul sister or that soul person, um, just, just to talk to, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, you are just the most beautiful light to talk to. You know? You're <laughs> just so you. calm, so exciting. Um, so um, with, with all of the things that are, are, you know, with everything happening, I feel like I've come to a point where a lot of the things that I, the old me has now become a new me. Mm -hmm. So about me is I'm everything, mm -hmm. but still learning how all of that works. So, um, I am an artist, a entrepreneur, a, uh, I'm, I'm an, I, I really don't know how to explain myself other than just an enigma. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I actually really love this question and some of the questions that I get the opportunity to ask on repetition being a podcast host that has guests on because everybody answers it differently. Um, and so I love your answer and <laughs> it's really beautiful. Ultimately we are souls spinning and cycling and experiencing things. We're everything and we're nothing all at the same time. That's the, dichotomy of it all right <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and um i think with this journey right now um i'm experiencing relearning myself and how to transform from that so 
um, for the past four years, I've done spiritual work and moved into astrology and moved into a lot of the, um, the aspects of that and um, stonework. And, and it's been, it's, you know, I take little bits and pieces of different things and I kind of collect it and make it into something that um, holds true to my soul. And um, this experience alone, um, learning the astrology and learning about myself and how that's worked. Um, uh, I have a Plutonian Scorpio. So transforming for me is like death and rebirth every single year. <laughs> no, it's this one has been, this one's been hard with the pandemic happening and all of these things. This one's been very hard. Yeah, so. definitely. I would go as far as saying that you are not alone in, you know, and it's not actually going far at all because most humans can relate to that journey of death and rebirth and letting things go. I mean, just last night I had, gosh, three hours of things booked out on my schedule and everything canceled. And I was like, Oh my, okay. So we're dying. We're making space <laughs> for this new moon and the energy that's here. All right. We're in, we're going, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. ultimately one of the things I've learned through transitions and being a Scorpio rising, I know death and rebirth like it is the epitome of my core and the extremist in me you know the all or nothing in me and so something that I've learned is it's really about how you navigate the death and the rebirth you know because there are experiences that happen to us to bring upon us our karmic lessons and whatever else it is that we are to learn and to understand and um, you know how we respond to that really shapes our being because it's not just things happening to us it's you know things happening for us and there's just so many little perspective shifts that are so meaningful and so needed especially with with the pandemic and what people are experiencing, right? suicide rates are up, depression rates are up, um, you know, so yeah, I'm just wondering how you relate to that and if you have anything to, to chime in. Absolutely. It's funny you mentioned Scorpio rising because I too have the Scorpio rising. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, um, and I know that's, you know, we can kind of relate in that aspect too. Um, it's been, it's been a strange experience too, um, from October, like October, November timeframe until about now, I've kind of, I don't want to say pushed aside astrology, but I have, I had an experience that put me back. A little bit mm -hmm. and so far back that I felt a little disconnected um, actually not a little a lot disconnected and it felt very alone it felt very vulnerable felt very um, uncomfortable and with that death of the old me um, came 
the rebirth of the new me and still learning how that happens because this is um, go through a karmic cycle of my Saturn return, all of those things, the experiences that I've, I've, I've come to understand. It's, it's a very wild ride, very wild ride. And um, uh, I took to that to kind of learn how to navigate through that. I'm still learning how to swim through mud, you know, but <laughs> it happens. Um, but I do, I do relate to that in the, uh, the Scorpio rising. Well, ultimately, you can't swim through mud. You've got to take big steps to get through the mud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? That is true. That is true. Yeah. So, um, but there is a analogy that I love that I heard from one of my mentors, Adam Roa, um, I think on his podcast, which is beautiful. It's called The Deep Dive with Adam Roa. And by the way, for those listening that connect with Bree, she also has a podcast called The Headspace. Is I that too? Yeah. I do. Yes. <laughs> um, so the podcast world is just amazing for what we're going through and the platform shifting and all of that. But that's like another um, topic and conversation. But the the analogy is that we are ships in the ocean and we have these goals, which is like the land that we want to get to. And if we go off of course, like 10 degrees off of course, and then we go 15 degrees or 20 degrees, and eventually humans feel like they're so far off course. It's like, oh, fuck, like getting back on course is going to be so much work and why, I don't even want to. But ultimately, if you move like one degree back on course, two degrees, you're a lot, a lot closer to your goal than you were two degrees ago. You know, right. so it's just a matter of like recalibrating, figuring out how to take those big steps and what those big steps are to get back on course. Um, but these are all just stories, right? I mean, we're all our own individuals in this experience and um, you can be a ship, you can be a fish, you can be a human, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be and connect to whatever the fuck you want to connect to, you know, astrology is not for everybody. I've been vibing on human design pretty hard lately. That's not for everybody. So, you know, you just got to figure out what works, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've noticed um, it, a, a change, you know, and like I said, when you go through a spiral of everything's changing, um, you know, a, a spiritual journey isn't just a linear path. You know, you always have something that changes or shifts um, something in your reality or something in your world that gives you a new perspective on things. And um, that's kind of what I talk about in my podcast a little bit. Um, uh, I know you and I have talked about, um, you know, the podcast a little with um, uh, how, how starting it and not doing it consistently can be a little awkward. And um, I've not gotten to the point where it's consistent, but uh, this, the podcast really started during the pandemic um, with the spiritual journey. And it's since led me into something completely different. So it's funny that you mentioned that you have shifted your, your space into um, uh, the, the human development of everything. So 
astrology for me has been a very difficult path to kind of stay on uh, now since moving into stones. So, but working, they work kind of hand in hand together. So, but yeah. Well, I think everything works hand in hand together if we allow it to. Otherwise, we're just looking for, you know, evidence to validate some sort of story to hold ourselves back, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so what is one big life shift that has shifted something in your journey? Like what is an example perhaps of something that you talk about on your podcast? What has been a big moment or whatever sticks out or comes up for you when I ask this question? Well, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, since a lot has changed. Um, so I have heavily, I'm, I've, I've heavily related to, like I mentioned, I heavily relate to astrology. So I am full stellium Capricorn. So having no job during the pandemic made me panic. <laughs> so it was a little awkward not working. It was very different. It was a, it was a very uncomfortable experience, you know, but um, I was given the time during the be, um, I was given the time during the beginning um, to stay at home and work on all of the, uh, the spiritual work, my artistic qualities, and I'm still finding some things left and right um, that I, uh, that I had. Um, I drew a little mandala and now coming to fruition using that to uh towards our business and the arts and art the art quality of that um i'm noticing like the pattern everything aligning that direction um so uh that alone that experience coming from working from working for a company every single day and then not doing anything that was a very uncomfortable experience so i took it upon myself to actually find a job or something that I can kind of uh, experience while I was uh, going through all of this. And I took a marketing job and that was probably the fall of my demise, <laughs> realizing that I needed to stay home during the pandemic instead of, you know, kind of doing other things, um, which is now why I'm navigating and relearning. So I haven't worked for, I want to say two months, I haven't worked. Um, and that has now been catching up with it. So navigating through all of that. So it's, it's been a struggle. So, mm. but, but I'm, I'm working through all of that and I'm, I'm, I'm relearning how things work for me now. So. Yeah. So what's something that has helped you work through what it is that you're working through because again it's not a far stretch to say that you're not alone in right. experiencing so for those who are listening that can relate to this experience in whatever capacity they can relate to it you know what's something real and sustainable that has really helped you um really taking the time for yourself um, spending that time for yourself and reconnecting with your energy after feeling um, uh, 
feeling that shift or that change with all of that, you know, with, like you mentioned, the suicide rates and depression has gone an all time high. And um, I, I know for a fact that, you know, going through those experiences, it's scary. Um, the, that alone or makes you feel alone, but that, um, that experience uh, kind of shakes your whole world apart and kind of puts you into a perspective, okay, where do I go from here? How do I fix this? Because you're so used to all of these, uh, these things happening to you, manifesting, everything's exciting, and then the house of cards just fall, you know? So what do you do when the house of cards fall? Do you, do you fall apart with it or do you connect with it and understand why you're going through those things? So universe gives you these things to show you how to reconnect with yourself or how to navigate those ships in the night to recourse yourself back on track. Mm -hmm. And um, I won't, I won't say I've not panicked. <laughs> I haven't had, I, I've had a couple of episodes where um, I've, I've not, been sure where to go with things um but having that connection with people uh, like you and um uh, very many uh people here in orlando uh if anybody's here in orlando it's a huge spiritual community mm -hmm. um so um coming upon people who have like-minded energy or sorry like-minded individuals and have that same energy um can kind of bring you back on course but Mm -hmm. I think for sure, for sure, having that inner work, doing all of that inner work, feeling the, uh, the experiences, good or bad, will shape you into the person that you are meant to be. So just for clarity purposes, um, some things that have helped you really navigate what you're experiencing um, and connect to yourself have been giving yourself the space to feel actually feel yes providing um spaces for you to connect with others and have friends community etc um are those like the highlighting things yeah i would say i would say those are like the main points of of everything you know i am a very social person and if I'm not social with anybody, um, it becomes, uh, you, you become, a, I don't want to say a shell of yourself, but you become like the two versions of yourself that are fighting over each other and you're not sure which one's what. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I think but, if um, people have that, then they would admit or even be aware of, to be honest. I can almost like have the conversation out loud when those things are happening. Right. Yeah. So I get that. Um, I would say that the pandemic, you know, everything has divine purpose and timing and who knows why the fuck this is happening and why we're experiencing the things that we are, right? Like we don't know the actual truth. There's not one person that knows the whole truth, nothing but the truth. And so my hypothesis is that collectively we have been going, going, going and not giving ourselves space to, to be 
and to allow things to crumble, to allow things to die, allow things to cancel on our schedule without panicking. And so now we have all these beautiful opportunities to figure those things out, figure out who we are amidst that and to, to re-navigate. And another thing that I have felt really blessed to do is to pay attention to who I want to talk to and who I don't want to talk to. You know, I had a client in the salon. I'm still doing hair like two to three days a month. Um, and she was like, yeah, I just don't even want to talk to any of my friends. Like I don't, like I found myself like not actually caring what is going on with them. And I'm like, she was seeking advice because, you know, when people get their haircut with me, it's not just necessarily like a haircut as it is with most beauty industry services. And so I'm like, well, you probably need to find some new friends, to be honest, because <laughs> you're not connecting with them, you know, and this experience has slowed things down so much that I get to connect to my body and ask myself, who do I want to connect with? Why do I want to connect with them? Or why don't I? And, you know, how can I navigate all of these changes? You know, things have been surfacing politically and there's been controversies that have surfaced and just people are just shutting each other out and, you know, shutting themselves in and people are going to respond how people do. But that's why I think it's important to just speak of other ways of processing because awareness is the first step. If people can't process things differently, if they don't even know that another way of processing exists. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel I can relate to that in an, an aspect for, from your client too, really. Um, I've seen parts of myself now this season that I've never experienced or never really had a hard look at. Um, my, my partner, Jock, he has the, he's been a tremendous transforming um, uh, uh, I'm not even quite sure how to explain it, but he's put things into perspective that I alone personally wouldn't have been able to see. Um, and I am forever thankful for everything that we have experienced. And I love him for that. And it's just a very divine experience to go through and um at first i want to say i rejected that part of me like the shadow side or the shadow side of me that i've never experienced um i've had uh, a hard look at all of those things so you, you know your client that you had mentioned saying that she didn't really want to talk to people i'd gotten to the point where somebody had a business card to me i'd cry <laughs> Mm -hmm. It was very, it was very uncomfortable. It was a very, very strange experience to go through. Um, and coming back from that, uh, it was like coming back from the dead, mm -hmm. uh, coming back from that was the hardest, uh, sh the hardest struggle. So, um, 
anybody out there is going through that or has gone through that and then um, not understood why, sometimes you can shift back into um, uh, kind of like a matrix lifestyle, you know, thinking this is just one linear thing, one straight line of, uh, of thinking and not expanding your mind and not expanding your um, experiences. Um, that, that for me, um, with having conversations with people were very difficult. I mean, I can still say in some aspects, there are conversations I will have, um, that, um, are very different. So again, I'm navigating, I'm learning how that works for me because I, I shut myself out for a few months, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I, I stopped going live on Facebook. I stopped doing podcasts. I stopped doing all my arts and crafts. And um, I was experiencing these things um, for a purpose. And, you know, going and doing that inner work is super important in understanding why you do have to go through that or why you do experience that. So you can come back and be the better version and the best version of yourself. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing all of that. I relate to you. And, you know, I also stopped going live on Facebook and stopped posting like I originally was. And when I would talk to someone, they're like, gosh, I, I'm gonna go like a bunch of your stuff. You're just not showing up on my timeline anymore. And I'm like, hmm, that's because I'm not actually doing anything on Facebook anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I got to own my experience and share what that was and why that was. And even now, David and I, my partner, for those who don't know that are listening, we are getting married in April and we have scaled the wedding back from 80 people to 50 people, now to 30 people. And it's going to be um, an intimate weekend experience. And we are not going to require people to wear masks the entire weekend because we're gonna be together all weekend. And so there's a little over 20 people that will be in the house and then 30 people can come to the ceremony. Masks are required during dinner and like around care uh, vendors, but we've had to call our family from different generations and our friends who have alternative viewpoints and have really interesting, challenging conversations with people. Um, we're not saying don't wear masks. We're, we're taking precautions and taking temperatures and you know, doing the things. Um, but we do not want to require people to wear masks for the entire bloody weekend. You know? So um, that would just be too much. And it's, we have adopted the mindset in making these phone calls that we get to practice and integrate in real time equanimity and not being emotionally attached to people's answers and not judging people and just really allowing everybody to exist wherever they are on their journey. 
And I just had this thought, wow, like if everybody practiced equanimity, <laughs> we would live yeah. in a totally different world. Um, but that's hard to say when there's just such strong viewpoints and just strong opposition. And, you know, we've been trained to oppose each other, to, to question each other and to fight with each other. That's what our conditioning has been. And so, you know, and when things like our health and our bodies and those things come into question and being vegan, I often have awkward conversations about the things that people eat and the choices they make surrounding eating. And it's such a personal thing, your body, your health, your food, you know, um, there's a lot of ego death that can happen in these kinds of conversations. Yeah. And uh, that's um, very interesting that you bring up health because that has become the forefront of my mind now. Um, as I mentioned, you know, with going through all of that, you know, I can relate to that. Having conversations with generational uh, differences, people are um, at a, uh, you know, it's that that alone was hard enough to have a conversation about because I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly believed the things on an emotional level. <laughs> so having to detach from that was uh, uncomfortable in itself. So mm. um, with everything, I've, I've had people um, uh, comment on how much weight I've lost um, in the past year. And I lost 25 pounds. And um, that alone uh, had con gone from uh, lack of health um, you know, tending to that and all of that. So, um, it's interesting. I'm, I, I might get a loss of words right now, just because, I mean, I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from and, and how that, you know, that aspect alone with all that. So, um, I guess my question for you, um, how did you, how did you navigate through um, that experience with people? I know you, you're the type of person, like, I don't care what people's answer is anymore. Like mm -hmm. you're just going to believe what you believe. You, you say what you're going to say, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we're all here in this existence. Um, how did you come from 80 people to just the, you know, the, the 30, the 30. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think to start, the people that I would be inviting to something like my wedding, the people that are in my orbit generally, this is a very general statement, are more open-minded, open-hearted than the typical American person. You know, I'll take my dad, for example, like he has his beliefs. He will be wearing a mask at my wedding. Um, but he also has a very open mind and a very open heart at the same time. And so to give a lot of credit to others that exist in their existence and where they are with their journey, it starts there because people have to be willing to meet another person in conversation. I mean, they don't have to, they can object it, they can jump off the phone, they can react, they can hate you, they can disown you, um, mm -hmm. but they also don't have to do that at the same time. 
Um, but to like successfully navigate it, I would say it starts with the two people desiring to successfully navigate it because that's important. And I have conversational blueprints that I bring into sessions with my life coaching clients, sometimes in tarot readings as well. And it is a blueprint conversationally that you can come back to. You can say the thing over and over and over again. It's a foundation. It's an anchor. It's like a pivotal thing. And it's almost like a boundary as well. And so I had conversational blueprints and bullet points that I could come back to throughout the conversations to say, like, these are the cards that we are dealt you know, it's nothing personal. I would even say, I'm not attached to your response. I honor you. I respect you. I love you. And just allow people to just be however they are, knowing that I'm not attached. And those kinds of things are not necessarily things that a person would say. Like, I'm not emotionally attached to your response. That's not like a normal thing to say. But once you say it, it creates space for people to like have whatever emotions they're having. Yeah, that that has been something that I've been relearning to course and navigate through. So, and you know, um, it's been quite an experience to learn that side of me um, kind of shifted and, um, uh, you know, learning how to not be so emotionally attached to certain things. Um, that's been the challenge really for me in ego death and, and, you know, or really spiritually in anything. So um, the fact that I have shifted in all of these things, I'm like, wait, I thought I, I thought I was into that. What happened? Mm-hmm. And, and you, if anybody ever listens to my podcast, I have to listen to my own podcast sometimes because the old me really had a lot of good things to say to the new me now. Mm-hmm. And um, it, the experience in itself, um, having to detach from all of that stuff is, has been, um, it's been, it's been hard. It's been hard. You know, I've been, emotionally attached to certain things now saying, wait, I thought that was me. I thought this was me. Um, you know, I, I went through a divorce three years ago and then that alone had felt very uncomfortable to, um, experience now that I am with somebody that I, I truly like 100% want to be with this person for the rest of my life. I'm starting a business. I want to be with this person and having come from a divorce, it's, it's, it's hard now. Like, how do I picture my wedding? Because I've already had, how do I picture this with this person? Because mm-hmm. I've already experienced something like that. And that person hasn't. So how do you connect with new energy in that aspect? You know? Yeah. And, well, it and it's, like you're on a great path. Like you're practicing letting go and not being attached. And like, that's the way to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, again, it's again, not a linear path. It's a spiral. So having coming back full circle, it's almost like a karmic return of, Hey, this is what you got. 
and this is where you're gonna go. So you gotta let go and understand things are just gonna happen the way it needs to. So um, not having the attachment of the idea of everything and just knowing that things will be as they are meant to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely, oh gosh. Um, thank you for sharing all of that. It reminds me of when I transitioned, which is funny because I even mentioned on this podcast that I'm still doing hair two to three days a month. Um, but I went back into the salon after taking an, an entire year or a year and a half from doing hair. Um, just to get out of the house and for extra money. And so when I made the decision to stop doing hair and I pr- uh, propelled myself forward into life coaching and tarot reading, I expected the results to be similar to what my previous career was, which I just got so fucking lucky with doing hair. Things just landed in front of me on a silver platter, I knew, I'm like, I'm gonna apply to this place, I'm gonna get this job, I'm gonna do this thing, bing, bing, bing. And um, life coaching has not been like that at all. It has been <laughs> around and around and around and around, and it's it's life, so it's pure divine alignment with all things, with self, and so um, there was a lot of ego death and a lot of emotional detachment to expectations and outcomes and whew, yeah, I got like tears welling up in my eyes because, you know, relationships have always been my number one priority and I haven't been married before, but I can just so empathize with how that might feel and yeah, I mean, how are you? how are you navigating that? Like, how are you (laughs) making these um, ego deaths and detachments possible for yourself? Like, what does that process actually look like? It's been very eye-opening, especially especially because of the situation uh, that I'm in. It's so similar that it's it it's almost trying to even find the right words to say for it because it it's like a karmic return a karmic cycle of when i met you four years ago that was me going through my separation i hadn't yet been divorced and that was me moving here to florida and um looking back um When I went through Scorpio season, I had to kind of, um, I did more uh, work looking back and seeing what was the similarities to what I was going through then and now to see what I needed to change or how I needed to change. Um, So going through my divorce, I had started my business with makeup four years ago and I did that alone. I had done that by myself um, uh, with no partner. And that was something that I was interested in. And I thrived. I thrived through that. That was something that gave me life and the opportunity to hear, to move here to Florida. And I never knew where I wanted to go with it other than what I wanted to experience with it. And having the experience working at Universal, um, doing makeup at Universal, kind of fulfilled that passion with makeup. So much so that I stopped doing makeup within the last year, kind of like what you did with with hair. 
and I felt like my identity left. Mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't exist anymore. Like that wasn't me. Um, so then during Halloween, I got the pandemic happened. I felt awkward, you know, I'm like, how am I going to do makeup on somebody if, if uh, they're wearing a mask or I have to wear a mask? Like, how am I going to navigate through this? Like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I had gotten a couple of positions um, or a couple of offers uh, to do makeup during Halloween. And it was, it was really jock that pushed me and had, had said, no, you're going to do this. Like you need to do makeup. Like we need money right now. Go do makeup. (laughs) Um, but, uh, that alone, that, um, that partnership with somebody who was there now starting a business with me completely opposite of, of four years ago. Um, we're now starting an art company and doing that together. Um, that put into perspective of, you know, where I fit or where, where we fit in alignment of everything. So, um, I felt my life wasn't my life in Maryland. I felt like I had just checked boxes. I experienced those things because it was the thing I needed to do. And now I'm here and it's like, I'm not checking boxes. Like this is life. Like this is happening to me. And I'm with this person who's also going through these experiences. So we've, um, we've understood each other on a very, uh, an incredible soul level. Like when I met this person, it was like instant. I knew I'm going to have you in my life and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a little background on he and I, um, I met him when I served, I was here six months, fresh out of my divorce. I had just been, I think I got divorced in April of 2017. No, I'm sorry, 20. 2017 or 2018. And I had met him probably months after that. And like you mentioned, and I I was severely attached to relationships. So, you know, when I see a person, I'm like, that's my person. I like you. I want you. Or like, I, I like you as my friend. Like I'm super attached to that, um, that energy. Mm -hmm. Um, be it a Scorpio rising Scorpio moon, whatever you want to attach to, or you want every, whatever energy you want to um, experience with that. That's, that's the energy I felt. We locked eyes. That was, that was the moment I said, okay, that's the person I want to be around. And two weeks go by, didn't message me. I had left him my number and then he finally messaged me. And then a year and a half goes by. We don't talk, but texting back and forth. And the energy is like on fire so when we finally meet, the pandemic happens and we're like, oh, now what do we do? So we're stuck in the house together. We're doing, I shouldn't say stuck in the house, but we're in the house together and the energy with us are now learning how that goes and how we grow with each other. Yes. Um, instead of choosing to be with this person, it's like the pandemic was like, hey, you're with this person. <laughs> so we had already been talking about business together. He and I are connected on every aspect. And um, with 
the season of going through the business, it's like, oh, I finally have this person that's now ready to do something with me. I have to take the emotional attachment out of that and know that we're growing together and it's going to be um, the best experience once we, once we um, form that alignment with each other. So that, that's become the difference. So going from owning my own business in Maryland, doing it by myself and then coming here and then doing a business with somebody, now I have to incorporate that energy into it. It's been a very different um, experience. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's like incredibly challenging, but it is very different to experience when you, when you both have power together and you we're both perfectionists we're both like we're both the same energy and it can be challenging at times because uh no you did it this way no i did so <laughs> so you know what your guys's human design are just curious i'm sorry you know what your human design is both of you um uh clarify that in in, in what so are you design? like a generator a projector a manifester. I'm just curious. It might be worth looking into for the two of you going into to business together. I am truly, I think I'm the manifester. Mm -hmm. I am the manifester. Um, only simply because I, the beginning of the, the beginning of the relationship or the beginning of the, um, the partnership, we, he had asked me for something and I'm like, Oh, I have that. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to do that? Me too. Yeah. Oh, here you go. So he asked for something or he wanted something. It was right there. Yeah. That's so cool. I think of something I want it. It's right there. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the other thing where I got stuck. Why I felt so stuck is because I stopped manifesting things. I start getting so, um, I felt stuck with myself. I'm like, what happens? So. You might be a generator as well. Like if you're not sure, it might be worth um, looking into. It's just so insightful. I have found human design with like all the studies I've had of a variety of spiritual things. Human design is like, oh, fuck. Okay. So this is where everything clicks. I get it now. Um, right. And I've felt like that in the past with different things too, like with astrology and card reading and etc. But, um, you know, I, I would definitely look into it because I think it might really help you guys navigate the power dynamic. Yeah, that's interesting you say that because I hadn't really thought of anything like that. Um, I mean, other than the, the, the word itself, you know, and, and what it, it's meant to mean with it. Um, but I'm definitely going to have to take a look at that. So um, you can get free human design charts. Just Google like free human design chart and you can do both of you. It's really quick and easy. Yeah. Um, and for those who are interested, definitely look into it. Um, I can actually include a link in the podcast notes for those who are interested in getting their free human design charts and checking that out. I would love to do that. Um, you know, another thing that I've heard you mention a couple times throughout this show, and it's 
divine synchronicity because before recording with you, I was doing my hair and makeup and I was on clubhouse, you know, just like checking out <laughs> the app. And this woman was on there doing human design readings for people. And I was just listening because I've been so recently into it. And a woman went either before or after me and she was talking about how her business has been plateauing. And you've mentioned a few times that you have felt stuck or plateaued. And so I just want to share the nugget that I heard from her, which um, I really should give a name and not just like quote a, a nobody here <laughs> um, for the sake of. Um, so her name is... Page and she's on Instagram at I am Paige Michelle. Um, she was very insightful and lovely to connect with. And she was saying that we have adopted this idea that plateauing is bad. And it is mm -hmm. a part of the process, just as the growth and the decline, the, the rebirth and the death, the plateau has its own energies and uh, purpose so you know whoever may be relating to this and feeling stuck or like they're in a plateau with their business or their relationship or whatever there's something there in that space yeah yeah and it's it, that's i love that you say that it's something something that you can take with it and just and hold space for that and try to understand um, and not give too much energy to um, as you're kind of moving through your path and experiencing these things. Um, um, like everything is a design purpose for you to experience to propel you in that direction of where you need to go. Just giving you an idea of, okay, that's not working, so fix this. Or that's that's something that doesn't resonate anymore. So how are we going to, how are we going to do this now? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the plateau or the stuckness is for us to really dive into where we want to go and what we truly want in that energy or in that, um, in that uh, mindset of um, where you want to be. So this entire year we had talked about having a business together and uh, we went from having arts and crafts days during the pandemic in March to July, we came up with another business idea. I swear we come up with business ideas like on the fly and we're like, yeah, we could do that. Oh, we could do that. Like we're the power dynamic of, oh yeah, we can manifest that. We can do <laughs> We can make a business like that. Um, but the, uh, uh, the experience itself, um, being stuck where I'm at, is truly just to see, okay, how bad do you want this? And where do you want to go with this? Um, and how are we going to, um, how are we going to fix what you think is the problem or what we think is the problem? Um, yeah. Well, that's like the thing that I was saying is like, there is no, what if there is no problem? Right. Yeah. And it's like, we're thinking, okay, we're stuck. So there's a problem. 
yeah. let me help me because because we're programmed to think that way exactly exactly that's the story right, right. So yeah I know for me I'll just share from personal experience when I have felt a plateau in any regard um I'll just use relationships because that's like what we're focusing on and business and like everything's connected ultimately um so for me it has been my nervous system and my human isn't up until this point hasn't been comfortable in just calm energy and like nothingness and peace and tranquility <laughs> love and so my nervous system and the plateau the plateau happens for me so that i can be comfortable experiencing the plateau and i think until i can really embrace that part of the cycle of the experience then i'm not really fully embracing the cycle the experience myself or my journey and mm -hmm. so you know that's just part of what my experience has been but i see how my life has shaped my responses to be the way that it is so that I am creating subconsciously these circumstances and experiences to play out my stories so that I don't experience a plateau and you know yeah I think that you know 2020 has just been one like giant plateau for everybody for people to figure out what they're doing, where they're going, who they are, um, and to allow themselves to understand that there is no problem. Right. Exactly. Um, I love that because it, it puts, it puts things back into perspective when you know, you know, you you're sitting here, you feel stuck about everything. You feel like, Oh, the, it's the end of the world. Um, my whole life is, uh, is ruined. My, my ever existence just feels whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, we go into this chaos mode in our mind thinking that we can't be capable of doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, because or, of or nothing. Or nothing, yeah, exactly. And um, coming out of that, uh, oh gosh, having that experience, when, like I mentioned, when that woman handed me a business card, it, I cried. She handed me a business card, I cried. Um, coming out of that experience is just, um, it's so, it's incredibly, I just never can find the words today, you know, <laughs> but it's incredibly um, uh, challenging when you're shifting that, uh, that mindset, that perspective again, um, um, especially when you go through so many deaths and rebirths, you're like, okay, all right, we're going through this again. So how do I navigate out of this? All right. This is the time where I need to change my mindset or I need to change the mindset of there's no problem here. You're always causing that. Why are you thinking this way? You know? So mm -hmm. um, I, I'm so thankful that you bring this up because again, that puts it in perspective of me again. I'm like, I'm putting these words into the universe and saying this and it's not intentional. It's just programmed to say it, you know, mm -hmm. choosing your words wisely and how you say things 
you're not spelling that into the universe and explaining what was me everything is um my whole world's on fire i don't know what to do yeah. uh, my electrics shutting off you know <laughs> like <laughs> kind of experience you know just take it and be okay with it you know just yeah. be with it experience mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. absolutely i remember when i was traveling in california um and i met this incredibly wise old chinese man and um, I stayed in his house. He was like in a community living space. And he took us to this lavender farm one day. He's like, my friend has this lavender farm. You just got to experience mm -hmm. it. And we're in the car and he's telling all these stories. And he's like telling these stories of where he by divine circumstance and by just faith has made it through the craziest things in this life. Like he was on I can't even, I couldn't even do his stories justice. Like I couldn't even try to repeat them. Um, but like he was on E and driving somewhere in the middle of nowhere, knew nobody, like didn't have a cell phone. And just by like faith and prayer, like the most amazing things came out of that scenario. And I'm like, I would never do that. <laughs> Like I would have my cell phone. I would call someone and be like, yo, if I run out of gas, where are you at? Like, are you going to come get me? Like I would, whew, right? And so mm -hmm. that's the thing. It's like, can we just accept that there is no actual problem? There's nothing to be fixed. It's just experiences that are here for us to learn, to grow, to expand. And, um, to not be emotionally attached, right? So we tell these stories, yeah. like we tell these stories, like I'm gonna run out of gas, I'm gonna get like raped or like some crazy <laughs> shit's gonna happen. <laughs> Things are happening to me, yeah, <laughs> why? No. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, I am I can wholeheartedly say, you know, I have had to put full faith in a lot of things too. I've been in the experience where I've had everything I, had ever um, wanted or needed to then having absolutely nothing at all, um, you know, not even two pennies to rub to the name, you know, it's, it was the experience alone was, um, uh, that was eye-opening and it kind of humbling too, to realize that you, you're not attached to material things anymore, or you're not attached to those, uh, those things. Mm -hmm. um, I want to share a funny story with you just because, um, this kind of this kind of relates to the situation that I um, had been into, you know, coming from having everything up in 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 Maryland. You know, I had a house, all of these things. You know, like I said, it checked boxes. I was like, yeah, I have a house. Got married, had a full time job. I was super super successful. You know, all of these things, right? Didn't define who I was because it didn't fit my sole purpose. Like I didn't feel at home. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was I was floating through um, just, uh, an existing, uh, mm -hmm. energy. Um, so when the pandemic happened, I, I, when I had done the marketing job, I, I fell into a hole of having nothing, no money, no, not even for gas. Like I had, I had, had to drive everywhere and, um, go to different locations. And one day I was on E and, I kept finding pennies on the ground and I'm thinking to myself, 
I have to be very grateful for this right now because I don't have two pennies in my bank account to even rub together. And here I am finding pennies on the ground. And um, it gave me, it gave me a drive to know, okay, I am moving in the right direction. And um, every time I find, I feel like I fall off course, I'll find a penny and it picks me right back up. So I went to the post office earlier today and I was talking to my dad. Um, I, I think when I think of a penny, I always think of my grandpa and I explain that to my dad. And I was talking to my dad on the phone and I, I was explaining to him the situation that I was in. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm climbing back out of this, you know, we're getting out of this, we're doing this, you know, it's just a lot of stuck money everywhere. Um, we'll get through this. It's going to be, I'm going to be okay. It's fine. And then I find three pennies on the ground. <laughs> so, um, as soon as I said that, I was like, okay, thank you universe. Thank you for, you know, kind of reminding me and set me back in my ways of, um, not, feeling so attached to the energy that I'm experiencing right now, because it's happening. It's meant to happen for you to detach from all of those, of those things, you know, you don't have money, okay, go find money or there, there's other ways. Mm -hmm. I manifested three jobs in a day mm -hmm. just to get money. I had DoorDash and then I had somebody hire me at Red Lobster. And then I'm now doing um, another marketing, jo um, marketing job that um, I can kind of freely go about where I want to do and actually train people to do things on top of doing my business. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, exactly. the positivity of that. Yeah. That's so. a bad girl. Congratulations. Thanks. All of that. Maybe you are a manifester. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, at this point I'm, I, I'm gonna have to look into that because yeah. that's very, that's very interesting. You know, if I say I want something usually, um, usually, it, I mean, it takes great effort for me to have certain things sometimes, but if I really truly want something, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it happen. I would love to know once you find that out, send me a message. Let me know yes. what's going on on your human design chart. I would love to be a part of that. And you know, so much has come through in our time together. I'm so grateful that I got to vibe and like sesh out with you on the podcast and just hear more about what you're experiencing, what you have experienced. It's super inspirational. I'm so proud of you and so honored to be here with you. And I just look forward to connecting and continuing to hear about your journey. And, um, you know, I guess, is there anything closing in closing that you would like to say to my listeners? I'm just going to open up the space and the floor for you to, to speak. Thank you. Um, well, I want to thank you first and foremost for having me on this podcast because you have given me much more than um, just having a conversation. I feel like I connect with you on uh, a different level than just a conversation, you know. Um, my soul sister, I, I love you wholeheartedly, like wholeheartedly. Um, I hold space for you in every aspect. I do think of you often too. Um, <laughs> um, I want to say I'm going to get my podcast back up and running once I kind of get that um, platform of where I want to go with everything. Um, podcast will be back up and running. So Headspace, 
is uh, happening. And um, if anybody wants to check out our webpage, um, we just launched it. I think today is the day we're actually having a 30% off sale for our webpage. So awesome. How long does that sale go? Because I won't be posting this podcast right away. So just curious. So, well, today we're doing um, today we're doing thirty percent off of the entire store, and um, we're gonna have affiliate marketers as well. Um, so I'd shared a couple of things, a couple of the products on my Facebook, so people can um, kind of see what products we have. Um, so we have currently resin molds, but um, I've recently got into wire wrapping stones and I'm taking the stones and the history behind stones and how they incorporate the, um, the energies of, you know, the Zodiac signs, how they relate to ancient history of, um, Greek mythology, um, ancient Sumeria, um, just all of those things that combine, um, for people to have that knowledge and, protect their energy because there are negative forces that are out there right this moment that are um, disconnecting us from our being and causing a lot of um, mental uh, chaos and uh, uh, you know spiritual warfare it's 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 an uncomfortable feeling because I've been through that and it's not a very comfortable experience so having that to relate to and then sharing that with everybody um, is something that I hold space in my heart very, very like incredibly uh, lifted um, for somebody. So um, our webpage is uh, syndicateoflight.com. That will be in the podcast notes as well. If you want to go click and check it out, check out her work and the beautiful offerings that she has for everybody. Just go ahead and click and check it out and support my sister. Thank you so much. And um, I'm actually sending you a little gift as well. So I can't wait till you get it. Awesome. I can't wait either. And thank you again so much for being on the show with me. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to have you on my podcast. Yes, girl. Thank you for being here. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. If you would like to receive in a deeper way, visit our website at authenticallymeradio.com or bookserenarose.com. Remember, you are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing, and you are loved.